everybody, what's up? It's Tipping the Scale, Shay Dawson back at it. Hey, it's Tania. Miss you guys. Miss you guys. Happy Sunday today, right? Yeah. But our, our listeners won't hear it until Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Look, so. for me, is this is the, my favorite time of the week. I always look forward to just spending this time together because this is special. And I have so much fun that I literally count down days until we record again. So no, I literally, I I get (laughs) excited too. And uh, I like to hear people be like, oh, we got your podcast, huh? That means like, that's like a compliment without saying that, you know, they love it. But they were like, oh, we got your podcast. I see you. Like, yeah, you know. (laughs) You see us. Yes, you do. You see us. Or you hear us. Either one. (laughs) Or hear us. Exactly. Right. Um. So we got a good one today. Uh, Tania and I got together uh, previously and just, oh, we always talk about really, really deep things, fun things. What's going on? Spicy things. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't, yeah, what's going on in the world. Uh, it's just to get our inspiration to feed off of each other. Um, yeah. And so we've got a good, a good topic today. And I'm going to let Tania open it up with some story <laughs> time because she's got some good things to talk about well, today. So thanks for that, Shay. And I think, again, like, because oftentimes, and I know your friends that listen to our pod say the same thing, like the chemistry between you guys are awesome. And yes. it's just not forced. Like Shay and I are true sisters. I love her. Like she she come up, she came from my mama's womb and <laughs> I just care about her. So when we talk, it's funny because we often experience the same things. And I was calling Shay, I'm like, so those of you who listened to the previous episode know that I'm on Hinge. A colleague of mine created a profile that kind of forced me uh, to get out there. I actually had my first date on Friday. I'll, I'll get to that soon. That's that's funny. Cannot, cannot <laughs> wait. Cannot wait. And I'll, this will be my first time hearing it too. So yes, I saved we it. We all will be hearing it for the first time. I didn't get to talk to her about it. Exactly. So, but the inspiration came from just these folks who are reaching out to me on hinge because the problem is people just don't want to be themselves. They believe they need to give you some version of who they are that makes the most sense for you opposed to just truly being themselves. And that's really what we're going to talk about today is the topic of be yourself. Be your damn self. <laughs> like exactly. you were born to be you through and through, not to and. fit in, not to look like your neighbor. Um, and I and I always say that too. Like when I'm building my tribe, as I like to call it, mm-hmm. um, but being intentional about the people that I let in my space. The older sure. I get, the more I'm very, very like. You have to bring positive energy. You have to bring just high vibrational energy and spirit, like. But again, you got to know yourself. You got to be yourself in order to to vibrate that high. Exactly. So like, I don't want someone who feels like they have to appeal to what I like. I love the differences between the two of us or three of us or five of us or six of us or however many people that we're all hanging out. Um, and I do find a lot of times that um, people try to relate to you in a very cringy way. Yeah. And it sucks. So yeah. um, the funny thing is, so I have... Know, different guys reaching out to me on Hinge and they believe. <laughs> tea the out one, there, tea outside. Oh God, it's crazy. It's cr- kind of. In the virtual outside. Well, kind of. <laughs> um, but the crazy part is, so got this dude, um, 
white. Now, people who know me, one, I don't care who you are, like love is love. And that crosses, that spreads across race, gender, whoever, whatever it is. I just believe that you follow your heart and whatever direction that leads you, that's your person. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've dated outside my race before too. So I, whoever you are, you strong, you fly, you cool. Perhaps you can take me on a little date. You know, you can catch a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> but the the approach that some of these dudes are taking is just so whack and ridiculous. So I got this mm. one guy who reached out to me. He's like, hey, girl, like G-U-R-L. Like, you know, you don't talk like that. Do you think I want you to reach out to me and say, hey, girl, because that makes you like connect with me more? It's like, stop. Then I got some other dude who reached out. He's like, yo, shorty, I'm feeling those curves you got on ya, YA. You're like, I looked you up. Like, you're a whole attorney. I know you don't talk like that. So, wh- I mean, why what do you, yeah. why are you thinking that you have to talk to me like that? Is it the, right. like, what is it on my profile that, that believes, that have you believing that you need to change your everyday conversation yeah. to, to approach me? It's just crazy. Yeah, so I definitely, and and obviously there's no science to online dating. Um, Some of them are just straight actually, liars too. I mean, they just I actually have a frauds. lot of people who have <laughs> successful relationships. I know. So my I cousin know. and his girlfriend are like the best. They have two kids now, and they're just like the cutest. And they, they met, met online. On, they met on Bumble. Okay. Um. So there's not a science, but there's definitely um a trepidation or like a hesitancy to like put yourself out there too fast. So that's probably why you're seeing the mm. yo girl, hey girl, Shorty, or like, what's up? What's Shorty, up? Like, because you Stop. don't want to be, because you can't really convey how cool you are, right? Sometimes online, so you're trying to like give a little extra. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are on dating sites, like if you're corny or if you're chill or if you're like shy and you only have like a one word, a one liner, just do you, be yeah. you because- it's People not can see be... right through it too, yeah. right? Like we know when you're a pretender and there's one thing to me that's sexy about just humans in itself is when you are just authentic and you are being your best self. Like that to me is sexy because you feel comfortable enough in your own skin to just be who you are yeah. unapologetically about it. I mean, it's just, that's just you. Yeah. And so crazy too, because- um when I think about the potential of like getting excited about messaging someone mm-hmm. and then going on a date, like yeah. how many messages do you think you need to exchange first before you agree to go on a date? Like what made you say like, I'm going to agree to go on a date with this person that I've been messaging? Like what does someone have to, Yeah. what does that look like? I guess. So it's not a lot like back and forth because I am, you know, me, Shay, I prefer to have a conversation. I'm not big on texting and messaging. It's just not who I am. I want to hear you talk. I want to see how you can hold the conversation. So this gentleman and I, who, by the way, I had, I told him to come check out our pod. And then during our dates, like, I feel like I need to have you sign um, an NDA because I don't want you talking crap about about my business. I don't want you talking shit about me on your podcast. And he really listened. I'm really proud of him because he came with so many facts and um, about our, he loved our love episode and he oh, loved the love that one getting to know Shay and T like our very first episode. So I said, one thing I, I like about old boy is he, a, he's a very good listener. 
because yeah. he knew just a, a lot. But I think after a little bit of banter going back and forth, a couple messages, what I did, I said, hey, I said, would you prefer to just have a real conversation? I said, I said, let me know. And I think he texted me back, was like, yeah, here's my number. And I sent him my number and we talked on the phone. It was great. It was a good conversation. And he's like, let's go out. Want to go out for drinks on Friday? And I said, yeah, sure. Oh my God. Be so proud of me. <laughs> so I know he'll probably be listening. Um, we will not discuss, you know, anything that you would not like us to discuss. But we just want to well, I Well, uh, so, okay. So the first thing- so, uh, <laughs> Going in already. She's about to go in already. I'm sorry, boo. I did tell you I was I I I warned you in advance. I mean, you know, I just gotta keep it real with our tip. You do gotta keep it real. And you and that that is you. You All right. So a real one. (laughs) So my um my CEO who I report to at my company, he was having Shabbat and he said, You wanna come over for dinner? Um tonight. I was like, No, him it was him and his daughter together. I was like, actually, no, I have a date. And he was like, they was looking at me like, like oh almost like, God. you know, like when a rec when a DJ scratch the record scratches like <laughs> it's us? Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's been legit like a year. So right. um he was like, Oh, he's like, how did this come about? I think was his exact words. Yeah. And I was like, Well, your daughter, she was the one standing there, one of my colleagues. Yeah. I was like, she um put me on hinge. And I just said, Hell with it, I'm going with it. And he said, Oh. Okay. I said, you want to see a picture of the guy I'm going out with? He said, yeah. I showed him a picture. He's like, oh, I know. That's so-and-so. I, I golfed with him. I was like, uh, I don't know if I should cancel. <laughs> wow. Small world. Crazy, right? He was like, yeah, I, I went golfing with him and he works for so-and-so company. Actually, I just emailed him the other day. And I was but that's like, okay. dope that he can kind of give you a backstory. Exactly. Make, like, ease your nerves a little bit too. Like, Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's the universe conspiring for your greatest good. <laughs> so mm. it was so so I was already like I felt like not that I knew him, but I felt like I had a general understanding of who he was because right. um Michael knew him. And Michael was right. like, you know, pretty much was like, here's seems like a very nice guy and blah blah blah. So I was like, okay. So I, I like went that. with that in mind. Um, I knew I was gonna have a couple of drinks, you know, I'm a lightweight, so I did not drive. I took an Uber. And when I got there, I walked in. I was like, okay, no, you know, I had his, his, both of his daughters are texting. I had like so many people texting me. It's ridiculous. Like throughout the entire time. So his daughters are texting me like one word, one word. If you had to say one word about your date so far, by the way, it just started. They're like, what would you say? I said attraction. Like I thought he was attractive and that started off on a, on a, on a positive note. Yeah. Attraction is like, the number one thing you don't know somebody like, <laughs> oh hi you're cute great let's talk right like mm-hmm. that's dope i love it i love yeah. it i can't wait to um yeah, i can't wait to see where it goes yeah um, we'll see look yeah, i'm open we'll and uh, nothing serious you know it's just about um making new connections and friendships and if something turns into something later then so be it i'm yeah, really so, i'm real i'm real cool and casual about it like whatever right. happens happens right so, so when you when we talk about um, being you, being yourself, um, I feel like you going on dates, you're always going to bring your authentic self. Yeah. What gives you the permission to be T all the way through and through and say what you have to say or do what you have to do? Like the last time you ghosted, dude, on the, on the date, you're just like, I'm out. Like, 
That's me, right? And well, you, no, and you had no remorse. Exactly. Okay. Well, the funny thing is, the gentleman that I went that I went out on a date with, he's like, "Oh, don't you worry. I'm not gonna bang on the table. I'm not gonna talk about my ex. Like we're good." And we started oh, laughing. I was like, sure. "Oh my god, he did!" I was super proud. <laughs> but I think for me, it's like I don't want. I just want you to have a general understanding of who I am. And if you don't like this, if you don't like that person, then you have the right to just move on. Like this is an introduction to Tania. Yeah. And you either going to like Tania or you're not. Like, shit, this part's about Tania that I don't like. It's just, I'm stuck with her. And mm-hmm. uh, but, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to hide anything. Like I'm going to show you truly who, who I am. And it's up to you to accept it or reject it. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And um, someone asked me maybe like a couple months ago, like, how would you describe yourself? Mm. Oh, my and God. I, I love was, this. <laughs> I thought it was funny because um, I, I didn't want to just say like, oh, I think I'm like this. So I described driving on the highway or the freeway or whatever you call it. Mm, okay. And I, and I also like to say, like, I'm never pressed. Right. Mm. Like, so this is in reference to being myself, like Mm -hmm. I'm never pressed because what's for me is for me, no matter Mm -hmm. what. Like, I never have to feel like I need to. You know, just cut anyone, talk about anyone, hate, do any extra, you know, to hate on anybody. I never got to hate on anybody. Yeah, I was going to get into that. Yes, I was going to get get into into that that. because I'm seeing a lot of that. Yeah. Just in professional and personal relationships. And it's not cool. So we'll definitely hit, um, we'll definitely get there. Um, But I like what you said, Shay, because, you know, we talked about this on previous episodes as well, about how I am enjoying who you are and kind of who, you know, over the years, like that journey. So now you just don't give a damn. Like, I love little TikToks that you're doing. It's respectfully. It's It's just, you're having fun and you just don't care what people think. And of course, like you're a professional. So anything you're going to do is going to be tasteful. It's not going to be crazy. Exactly. But exactly. you're having fun and right. you're just letting your guard down is what I, what, what I think I'm seeing yeah. is you letting your guard down and you weren't like, you know, when I think back, let's just say five years ago, that's not something that you were willing to do. You were yeah, just, I was just trying to be what I thought mm-hmm. I needed to be. Yeah. Right. Like I was doing that I, I was doing mm. that and that's mm. and that's to go back to the story that I was going to tell is like I'm the type of car on the highway or freeway mm-hmm. that if you're driving next to me and we're going the same speed and you're trying to get over so you need to speed up past me I'm not about to speed up so that you can't get over mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I and, and not to say that like my my natural instinct is to be like you can signal you know and do all that, that is my natural instinct, but I do check myself and say, no, this person needs to get over. Who the hell am I to even try and like get in that person's way or impede in that person's way? They need to get off this, this freeway. So yeah. I have learned that I'm the type of person that I'm constantly checking myself, but get over. Like if you, and if you, if you get to stop sign before me or no, if I get stop sign before you and you're speeding, you get there after me, I'm going to signal you to go because clearly you need to get somewhere. You're in a rush. And bro. I'm going to. How about I'm you gonna go? Get, <laughs> I'm going to get to where I need to get to and you too. And it's not that deep. It's not that serious. Like, so I just say like, that makes me think like, I have to take that approach in life mm-hmm. in general, because yeah. there's a lot of hating that I could do. There's yeah. a lot of pettiness that I could 
sometimes I, I do fight pettiness because I'm like, I could do this. But at the same time, I, again, I have to always check myself and say, no, I have to be me. And the, the me is the Shay Dawson experience. It's the best possible human experience one can provide person to person. Love I have to always remember that every single time when my mm-hmm. human elements come up, when jealousy comes up, when fear comes up, when all these feelings that are natural come up again, it's like checking myself and yeah. saying, who are you? That's not who you are. Yeah. You're not petty. You're not going to call that person out and say that and spill all their information out in the street. You're not going to um, plot and plan and deviate from your own personal ledger your own personal legend or your own personal journey to just show that person that you were right you know what I mean yeah and I think that like learning about how to do that and to stay authentic to you is like so important but I didn't get there by just like waking up one day I was gonna say you didn't fall into that you didn't know no it it definitely took people hurting my feelings and breaking my heart Mm -hmm. and um and realizing that like no matter what you're going to get to your goal, Shay. Even if they hurt your feelings and you got to start all over again and again and again, it's for a reason. So I know that's long-winded, but just like trying to figure out who you are in a world of chaos yeah, and still trying to be you. Like when people are wearing masks, how can you be you in, in, a, in a room full of people that um, are wearing masks and, and, it, and you feel pressure to put a mask on? You know I what know. I mean? Like, yeah. So. I love it. And I yeah. think it just goes to the point of like letting your guard down but at the same time, just letting go of fear. Because when we're, you know, sometimes when you're trying to impress people, you're fearful of how they would react Yeah. if you were yourself. Like, potentially Ooh. being judged, right? <laughs> potentially being judged or just looked at through a certain lens mm-hmm. because of how you're perceived. Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's just perception too. Mm-hmm. Um, and one's own opinion that they formulate for whatever reasons that they have in their own head too. So it's like we have to find a way to let go of the fear. And that's not easy. You know, look, I'll, I'll be 45 this year. And almost being on this earth 45 years, there's still moments when fear kind of creeps in. Mm-hmm. And I think twice, you know, sometimes I think about saying certain things and I'm like, I'll pause and I may hold back. And then, you know, once I put it into perspective, I'll say, you know what, T, that's silly. Just say what you feel and, and mean what you say and let go. And, and that's mm-hmm. what I've been really trying to do. And, you know, and not just in my professional life, but in my personal life as well. Why, why do you think that's so hard to do? Um... For a lot of people, I mean, yeah, you, you, you kind of described it before, but like, why, or I guess my, my other question, my better question is, why is shame mm. so fearful than telling the truth? Like, yeah. why, like, mm, why is protecting good. yourself, your comfort of not being able to tell the truth? Why is that so much more? Why is it easier? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think too. I won't speak for others, but I I just know through my own experiences and then some friends too, because you know, like a lot of people call me for advice as they do you as well. (laughs) And a lot of it is people don't like being judged. And we, some of us have this, 
whatever we call it, but we want to impress other people. We want people to see us very positively. And we can be, I know for me, speaking of myself, like there's times where fear will creep in because I may, I, I want you to walk away with positive feelings about me. And I realized just, like I said, has taken me um, quite some time, but I realized that I care. Like, and not every experience is meant to be positive either. Doesn't mean you have to be rude, but friction is a part of the process. Mm, and right. if you're not willing to allow some friction, then you 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 have to grow up. It's just as simple as that because that's part right. of the process. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I definitely can attest to that too. And like, I don't know. I've been reading a lot lately too. I think that has to has a lot to do with my just inability to really care about what people say or think. Um, and also coming from intentional place when moving in around the world. And um, there are times when I do like make mistakes or I feel like I overshare yeah. or, you know, and I, and I'm like, damn, like, shouldn't I have done that? But then I'm like, that's me. You know, I have to go back and like, I am an overshare when it comes to my, my personal me so, too. I feel right? like, like I do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten better. Um, yeah. Ebony, Ebony uh, Foltz, uh, Markel's mom, one of my best friends. She um, she actually taught me how to just like make a statement and leave it there because yeah. it, it was that awkward silence that I felt like I had to always um, fill with mm. words. And mm. she told me That's that good. like sometimes you give people too much to hurt you. Right. And that's one thing I learned too. So I'm still being me, but it's also, you got to understand how to protect yourself too from people who don't have that same, um, or not going to give you that same grace who are looking Mm. to find things to, um, hate on you. I call them fault finders. (laughs) Yeah. Or to hate on you, right. Just to hate on, and and maybe they're not happy with themselves, but you know, and, and so she just said like, if you have to say no, just say, you know, not right now or no, I can't do it. Before I would give a whole explanation of why I can't do it or why mm-hmm. I said no. No, not really, because in this and this and this and this. Giving a whole and dissertation. She, it's like, it's right? just no. And she's like, Shay, no. <laughs> your boundary is no. So it is just that. Well, no, thank that. you. Shout out to Ev. We, we got right? to bring you on, Ebony. We got to bring you on, Ebony. No, she's coming. She's coming. Um, okay, good. She's super busy right now, but she's definitely coming. But it's like, it's so hard to be like, no, I'm Okay. And then that awkward silence, because then they're like, she's used to saying yes all the time. Like, yeah. I'm used to hearing Shay say yes all the time. Yeah. Or just being like, sure, I'll do it or whatever. And, you know, it's just like, no, I'm good. And that's it. And I'm moving on. Uh, and, I, and I'm working on it. I'm still working on it. And I will say no. And it'll be that. But then I'll be like, when I go home, I'm like, I should have just. And I just Maybe uh, I could have taken on more. I could have. Right. Yeah. Like, I had the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after, let's say, a week's go by, I'm like. No, like I'm really proud of myself for just not overextending myself. Like I was talking to you about like a crazy schedule coming up in February and like just being like, it's not going to work. I can't do it. And being okay with that, Mm -hmm. that you can't make everything, Tania. You can't make everything, Shay, as much as we want to spread ourselves thin. um, Running ragged And remembering that that's okay. Yeah. 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 It's funny because my son is classic at, he will call me on a Tuesday and like, oh, pull up on a Wednesday. And pull up is like uh, in Phoenix, a five and a half hour flight. And I have 
I'm busy. I have meetings and <laughs> I try before. Does he text you to pull up? And he'll, he'll call me and he'll be like, oh, sometimes he, he never wants to admit either if he misses me sometimes. So he'll say, uh, oh, Sonny misses his mom, the dog. Oh. I'm like, mm, I know it's you. It's okay. <laughs> you can miss your mom, Mikkel. It's That's safe. so cute. It's a safe space, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, know about now. You sharing it with the world. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, really, Tania? <laughs> um, but yeah, I. I, I, listen, you know me, I miss him and, and Sonny all the time. So I'm always super excited to get there. But right. at the same time, you know, because most people know Mikhail calls, I drop everything and just like, okay, here I come. But right. now it's like, maybe I can't come on a Wednesday. Maybe I'll come on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I can't come right away because I have these other Drawing your boundary pressing with priorities. Like... Right. And I just can't drop everything. Um, I'm going to get there because- Spending time with him makes me happy, brings me joy in yeah. my life. But but also, I have to keep in mind my other priorities and things that I have gone on and just put that into perspective. Yeah. I mean, at, at Mikkel's age and being an adult, the fact that he still wants you around is a feat of its own. Like, it's great. Because there's a lot of people who, you know, once they get older, they're out. Out of the house. Love you, mom. I'm out. My yes. brother's the same way, just as Mikhail too. Like my mom is my mom about to go to Turkey. My brother's in Turkey. She's about to go to Aww. Turkey, but then she go she goes say, Yeah, I want to come visit you before I go there. I'm like, Yeah, make sure you come visit your daughter too. Cause you know, her and Malcolm, they they besties. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it I keep hearing. One of my colleagues said, um, she says to me all the time, it's just a certain thing that moms has with their sons and their sons are their favorite. I only have one child, so I can't relate. Um, I just, Mikhail was my own, is, is my only child. So of course he yeah. was kind of spoiled very early on, but, uh, I know my brother is, I, he's definitely my mom's favorite. She will, right. she be like, Oh, I love all my kids. Stop. No, you don't. Yeah. Because when I told you I was sick, you was like, Oh, you should drink some vitamin C, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she didn't come her, her tail over here. Next thing I know, she's like in the car coming to my brother's like, my brother's sick. She don't know what it is. She don't care. She's just like running she to go get care. her son. Yeah. She's like, my son's sick. <laughs> I mean, I will say, I will say my mom, I, I, I don't know. I think I'm her favorite. Oh, wow. Know. But um, you hear that? Malcolm oh. is definitely, I know Malcolm, Malcolm will be I'm like, sorry what? For this. But the thing is, we both, <laughs> Malcolm is both our favorite. So like, I, mm. I talk about my mom and how much they're close, but like, I don't call out myself because, like, obviously, like, I literally cry when I watch videos of my brother on Instagram. <laughs> oh, no, I listen. <laughs> like, it's so crazy. You, you, it's just, listen, I, I, it's funny because um, Mikkel played the Wizards last night. So I went with some colleagues. We had a good time. We went to, even though it was a, they kicked their behinds. Yeah. Um, they're, still, they're still trying to build. Poor thing. Little, They'll get poor there. Things. It takes time. Poor things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it takes time. <laughs> but um, when I was watching him, I always like he's this is his fourth year. I know. As fourth season. And I still tear up when I see him out there. Like I just smile because it just brings me so much joy. So yes. I can understand that. I, you know, I love my brother. My brother and I are close as well. And I think about, you know, just his journey and he had some rough patches. And then to see him just be so successful right now. Like sometimes I just tear up just thinking about him and him and my son. Um, it's funny because we we're on this text thread together and, you know, we joke and came at each other. So they call me Detective Rivers because I'm always in their business. Um, 
Surprise. So they're like, oh, Detective Rivers is looking for us. She's tracking us. <laughs> you know, you want to know our four one? Well, you know, they just joke using all these cot words and stuff. It's just not even, it's just, oh, well, sometimes we have I look each other's locations. So I don't even got to worry <laughs> sometimes about Sometimes I get mad because it's like, it's not even funny. So I was sending them rat emojis today because my brother always tells my mom, whatever I do, he makes sure he tells my mom everything and it's annoying. And um, my son does the same thing. So I was late to the game and I think he was looking for me because I said, oh, I got some really good seats. I'm going to be on the floor. And uh, he was like, uh, I, I think he was looking for me. He didn't see me. So we locked eyes when I got there. And he was like, he a mouth from the court, like, where were you? And I was like, late, you know? <laughs> and he's like, just flagged me off. And then, you know, I get a call this afternoon. Just don't even say hello. Pick up the phone. You need to do a better job of not, my grandson, she's, he's, looking, he's looking for you out in those stands. And it's just not okay when you're late and he doesn't see you. So you could do a better job of, you know, managing your time and get into my, my grandson's game on time. I'm like, what? Wow. So I called old boy. I said, uh, you're a rat. Wow. Not cool. So I sent him, I, I've been calling. You said rat motion. <laughs> I said, Master Splinter and Jerry are y'all, what y'all eating y'all cheese right now? Because y'all <laughs> some straight up rats, you know? Hilarious. <laughs> I love that. But I say Man. all that because. When people that we love, we just, we adore them. And yeah, it's definitely I mean, going to pull at our heartstrings for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's how I know, like, the meaning of love. Because I'm like, when you're that happy and that proud of somebody and you yeah. always want to tear up, it's like. We love them. So people. if you, you got to meet those standards, like, out here. Like, if we friends and all that, I want to have that same adoration. <laughs> like, when I see you, and I do get genuine, like, how we feel about coming on this podcast. Yeah. It's like so, it's so, it's that's, so exciting. That's the only kind of friends I really want. Like, yeah. I want to be excited and happy to see you. Yeah. Look, yeah. I'm not negating the fact that like we might hurt each other's feelings. We might get on each other's nerves. But if I love you, you can get on my nerves. I'll get over it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like happens. I'll figure it out. Again, that's why I said friction is part of the process. And right. you are going to have some tough times with people. And that's, you know, I was talking to one of my cousins because um, she has a friend and I think they kind of fell off. But I said to her yeah. friend, um, and I said the same thing to her is like, don't let that destroy your relationship. You guys have been friends for over 30 years. That's crazy right. to let one situation, uh, which really was a disagreement between the two of them, get in the way of your friendship. That's crazy to me. Like when you, when you love someone, part of that love is forgiveness. And people are going to fall short and are, fall short and disappoint you in your life. But you have to be willing to forgive them. Um, and when you don't forgive, you can't heal. So um, we have to do better at that. No, definitely, definitely, definitely part of the healing process. Um, and then I also realized, too, that when people hurt your feelings, like closure is a scam. Like mm -hmm. accept it, figure out what you want to do with it mm -hmm. and move on. You I love it, that. Right? You don't you don't lose anyone. You always drop us some gems and you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we we want to talk about, well, I know Tania and I, we had a couple conversations just about haters in general. Mm, like yeah. people who hate on another person. Why? Why? Yeah. Like why are is we doing hating that? even a thing? Like I don't understand. Like what what would you describe a, as a hater? Like it's like when you 
are going out of your way mm. to either make someone look bad or speak mm. negatively about someone or just to shine a negative light on someone else. Like, damn, what's, who hurt you? Why are you so angry and upset and bitter that right. you want to make someone else look bad? Sad. Right. You Which goes back to being yourself. <laughs> exactly. If you yourself, you do not have to hate on anyone. Mm. Like you literally don't, because like I said, like there's what, five, six, 10 lanes on a highway. We all got one. Get in your Stay own in lane. Yeah. Do your own thing. Like stop hating on other people. Um, and it's just like a lot. Like I look on social media and I'm just like, I just always see a bunch of hate, just like in comments, headlines, media stuff. I'm just like, why do people have to put so much energy into like, downing other people as if none of us are human as if all of us are perfect yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like it just it just irks me because we like we're we're a culture a today a world culture not not specifically subcultures but the culture of the world today is like hateful and just like cancel culture and instead of having Facts. a conversation um mm -hmm. an educated conversation or a conversation of just questions i'm like I said this because I wasn't informed and mm -hmm. I wasn't informed. Please correct me. Um, or if, if they're not even willing to be corrected, that someone can put the information out there like, mm. OK, well, let's talk about it. What is the correct information? Because people assume that you are supposed to know all the rules in every culture, subcultures, uh, all these communities. Like, no, mm -hmm. like you grow up one way learning something. Someone else grows up another way. There is a, pre a preconceived notion of what you're like, what you like, who you relate to. Mm -hmm. So if sure. you hurt someone's feelings, like, let's stop hating on them and let's just educate. Like, yeah. like, I hear what you're saying. You're dead ass wrong. But this is how it is. And again, too, like, not every community and every person is monolithic either. Mm -hmm. So there's different types of people out there within communities. Like That's right. So it's just like. I just, I just, I just hate going online and seeing so many judgmental, hateful things. And I'm just like, yeah, it's a sad world we live in. I mean, look what happened um, with people who you, when you follow some of those stories and you hear about some of those stories on social media where people may take their own life or mm -hmm. it's just, or they, or they even consider it because so many hateful things are being said, being said by others on social media. And I just mm -hmm. think like, wow, like, do you have nothing else better to do in your life than to bring sadness and, and, and bring drama upon someone else's world? Like, why, why is your life so sad yeah. that you have to go out of your way to bring upon hurt to someone else's life? Like, you are a really sad, miserable person. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people also act like they're victims. Like, you are not a victim of whatever circumstances like it's all mental like in terms mm -hmm. of like okay because you're on social media you're looking at someone get money or their life is elevating or it's perceived that it is because a lot of people can make things up that's why people have to get off of social media and get out there in the real world put some prayer behind that grind and make okay. the things happen for you because yes. it yes. definitely is not going to just that. happen by looking on social media and mm -hmm. like and, and talking about someone and what they're doing. And, and a lot of people know way more about other people on social media than they know about themselves. That's sad. Like, I, I, that I, makes saw a quote that said, I feel sorry for you if that's the case. I really do. Right. Though I literally saw a quote that said something like, uh, this is the age of selfies, but people don't even know self. Like, 
Wow. You don't even know who you are in this world. Do you even know who you are going to be when virtual reality is like social media? Like you can't even, no, we're not just opening our phones anymore. We're literally going into the meta. Like people don't realize that. Like Mm. if you don't have your mind, you have nothing. Wow. That's if you spend most of your time, you know, you're going to be pretending to like, that's what we, when we talked, we, we started off talking about being yourself, but if you're so, I think people are get become so delusional because they have told these lies or they are in this fantasy land for such a long period of time that they actually believe that they are who they say they are (laughs) because they've been going with that for so long. And what a sad place to be um, if you don't know who you are, if you have to pretend to be someone else to fit in. It's like, we got to stop that nonsense. Like we mm-hmm. are, we are all blessed with many different talents. You know, we're shaped and made into beautiful human being, beautiful human beings. And all of us are different and unique for a purpose. So yeah. find your purpose and live in that. Yeah. But I think also too, people want it now. Mm-hmm. They don't want to wait. They don't want the process uh, to process. They, they want, Everything quick. is instant, yeah. you know, quick yeah. and instant. And I mm-hmm. think knowing who you are, it just doesn't happen overnight. It happens through the mistakes that you make, um, through the, you know, broken hearts that you're going to experience or mm. not getting the things that you think you want that, um, you know, you want them just because you want them, but not because it's best for you. Like it's a process. That's why it's called aging, aging you know, mm-hmm. is a beautiful thing. And I'm really, really enjoying the aging process of getting older and killing off those old parts of me that no longer exist, serve me or that yeah. I'm attracted to or that attract the right things in my life. And I think the right things are different for everybody, but the right things for me are just anything that fills me up, anything that gives me energy, anything that allows me to continue to be kind to others mm-hmm. and to just make sure I'm being thoughtful in my work, in my writing in my gesture, you know, like whatever it is, I'm making sure that I'm giving that bright energy um, to it. And it could be something for other people as well. But I think just a lot of deep reflection needs to go on to understand who you are, to how to be, to how to learn how to be yourself, Mm -hmm. to be you, to, you know, fight the urge to hate on others or be petty or, or all of those things that are very easy to do. And, you know, Um, My fiance's coach always told us and told him that like doing the right thing every day is is hard to do. It's difficult, but you have to choose it. Make that, make that decision if that's what you want to do. I think, and, and, and one more thing too, that I add to that is just let go. Like, again, we gotta, how many people do you know, or that, that are either friends of yours or colleagues that hold on to so much baggage that it's, it, it gets so, it gets so bad that they're tripping over their own baggage because yeah, they just a lot. let it go. You know, someone offended How them. How do you let it go though? What are, what are some things that you can yeah, I think it starts do to with, let it go? Yeah. I think it starts with forgiveness. And, yeah. you know, it's funny because one of the things I wanted to bring in a, a coach uh, for our executive team, because sometimes, you know, there's just friction and what I would love to see is more collaboration because why we're not collaborating is people want to either A, 
be in the, be in the light of our CEO. Like they try so hard. Like, I just want to be in his sunlight. I want to get a glimpse of the sun. You know, they want to be in that space. And it's the mentality that I will do whatever it takes to get there, opposed to how do we all get there together? Because when you think about a cohesive team, everyone has different um, opportunity areas and have blind spots. But what makes you a kick-ass team is that when you're filling in, you're you're seeing the blind spots for your colleague, and then you are complementing them in those areas where they may be weak. And it's it's going to happen. Like none of us are going to be strong in every everything that we do. But if we can be more supportive of one another and fill in those gaps, then wow! I mean, wouldn't we just be amazing together? And mm-hmm. that's the problem that mm-hmm. I see that happens in my very own workforce, and I've seen it before. Where you know, even in sports, I mean, we live and breathe sports. We love it. It's a part of who we are. But the best teams know how to complement each other and get shit done and stop worrying about individual stats. Mm -hmm. And I think it starts with, well, first removing your ego, Mm -hmm. right? And stop trying to say and grab what's for you and understand that there will be more for you to grab and more for you if you share in that that with others, right? 100%. Helping, Helping to uplift others, like you said, in areas that someone might be not so strong in, but communication and ownership. I think a lot of the times people want to lead, but leaders also have to be doers too, right? So as a leader, what are you um, communicating and what are you owning? That way everyone knows what part of the pie that they're owning. And I think when those things, when, when communication and ownership are not um, brought brought to the forefront, meaning they're not called out, then you can't collaborate. The only way I can collaborate is if I know if everyone understands the rules, if everyone's on the same page, and then I know what part of that job I'm doing. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, and I love how you said um, pretty much setting your ego aside because you have to have humility. Like, that's just so important that um, I used to, you know, back when I, when we were working at the Sixers, I used to say uh, to the CEO, we used to talk to Scott, we, we said, we don't want to hi- hire talented jerks because that's true. Like you can be, yeah. um, you can be amazing at whatever you're doing. So whatever your functionality is or whatever space you're in, you can be amazing at whatever. So let's say you are in marketing and you are the best brand and marketing person you we have ever seen. Right. But if you don't know how to be humble and check your ego out at the door, then your own your own selfishness will get in the way of your success. So yeah. you have to learn how to be humble. You know, I've read this book called The Ideal Team Player. It's by Patrick Lencioni. He also wrote um, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Ooh. But he talked about that in order to be the ideal team player, you have to be humble, hungry, and smart. And it starts, and it all starts with that humility because people, egos are bigger than the moon oftentimes. 
Right, right. And, th- and that's what I, that's what I was, you know, go takes me back to that story about driving on the freeway. Like if I had an ego, I would try to race every car that gets next to me or wants to go faster than me. Or I got to the stop sign first. So it's my turn. And you know how you drive into the middle of the, the intersection because you're trying to prove to that person. Mm-hmm. No, it's no ego. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you? Now, now, I I would say the other side of that, too, that makes me think, Shay, is sometimes, especially being a black woman where in the past I've had to really prove myself. um, So sometimes I think that can be misconstrued as, oh, this chick is full of herself when because you guys can't see my worth, I'm going to show it to you so you can Mm. understand who I am. So please don't mistake that as it's an ego, it's a place that I have to tap into because your inability to see it for yourself. Mm. Yeah. That's definitely a very, very hard thing to balance. Mm-hmm. And we don't believe in balance here on the show anyway. So it's a very, very difficult thing to even harmonize with mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. with the go-getter mentality, with getting shit done. And it just like, I feel like a lot of black women constantly have to brag about the shit that they're doing because it's not recognized otherwise. Like, I I have to be like, excuse me, hello. Like, you wouldn't (laughs) be doing that if it wasn't for me. Why do I have to do that? Why why is it not automatically recognized? Or respected. Or respected. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I I totally hear you. Like, and... So I'm just not into that anymore. I'm just going to show more than I can tell you, you know? Proof's in the pudding, baby. That's what they Proof's in the pudding. Because it's like, <laughs> I'm tired of jumping up and being like, look at me, look at me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? You got to see like, it for okay. it. Yeah. But, but, but if you have to be checked, that will happen too. Like there's often times <laughs> where people need a reality check. And oh, I, don't mind, I don't mind giving it to you in a very, respect, Man, in a very I, respectful way. Someone sent me a really good quote to Oh, find it. Do find I know, I gotta find it, but it definitely was speaking to kind of what we were talking about just now. Like, oh Lord Jesus, people don't even matter. Oh, okay, it says so. It says mood all black history month. Oh, Anna sent me this. My friend Anna, shout out AKJ. Hey Anna. Um, this looks like mood mood all black history month. This looks like questioning a black woman's spending questioning her interests and priorities Mm. directly or indirectly asking her to do less, be less, want less suggesting. Mm. She isn't ready for what she says she's ready for demanding her respect without extending any Mm. feeling surprised. If she seems better off than you. Wow. Redirecting her away from the things she wants. A lot of you do this. It doesn't go unnoticed and it doesn't go unpunished. Love that. Anna, that's some fire right Mike there. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she came across that and shared that with me. And I thought, wow, how powerful that is. Um, because a lot of the times, too, as a black woman, you just stay silent. It's mm. hard to articulate yeah. what you're feeling. And it's, it's oftentimes sometimes made to feel like you're overdramatic. Yeah. Right? Or you're, or you're being emotional. How many times emotional. have I heard that? And it's so, it's nothing more frustrating to me when I hear, oh, why are you going to be so emotional? Why are you being emotional about the situation or you're overreacting to your point? It's like, don't mistake my passion for being emotional because 
if I was someone else different than who I am, you wouldn't be questioning if I was a man. So don't, don't misinterpret or misunderstand or take my passion to be anything to them than what I show you it is. Yeah. And that's, and that's the problem sometimes too, especially um, in a workplace and a corporate setting is that anytime we show a little bit of passion, it's like, oh my gosh, angry black woman's on fire. Please, someone get the fire hose, put that fire out of her immediately before she starts the whole damn building on fire. Right. Right. No, definitely. (laughs) And, And then also trying to figure out like, am I acting like a victim? Or am I do, am I valid in feeling the way I feel? Yes. Or, or you know what yes. I mean? Like the like that balance of like, am I crazy? Am I being? Is it me? Am I being sensitive? Yes. Am I? Oh my gosh, Shay! I've heard that too. Oh, don't be overly sensitive. You offended me. You said something that just was totally not right. So I need you to know that. But. Don't, but, but again, it's like, oh, you're just being sensitive. It's like, yeah. And I also find myself constantly being like, (laughs) (laughs) is it me? Am I, am I going crazy? Is is it me? Right. Like it's, 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 I I don't even have the words to describe all the things that I feel or that I experience, that I go through, that I watch happen dead in my, in front of my eyes crazy because I think I'm still just like taking notes and like trying to process it every time something happens to me where I'm like okay it's like is this really happening yeah like keeping score of like okay how many people were going to dismiss what I say today yeah or how many people are going to dismiss the information that they already know that they have that we sat down we've spoken about and do something completely different yeah I mean so because it doesn't come from a man because it comes from me. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you hear a man say it and you're like, but, uh, and it's, I already and brought it's totally that to your attention. Totally so differently. Just... Exactly. Like, oh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, John. That, that's a great idea. You're like, uh. Until you stop saying things. <laughs> and then people are like, so what do you think? Oh, you, you want to know what I think? You, you want to know like what's in this head? No, you don't get to pick that my brain anymore. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Next. Uh, Next. <laughs> so, I mean, so, okay. So we talked about um, today the importance of um, really being you, being yourself um, and stop hating. Like we, we got to stop hating, you know, collectively. And I think three, a big part of that too. So we talked about forgiveness, um, mm. being able to let shit go and not let it occupy unnecessary space in your head. Accept it. And move on. Accept and move on. Exactly. And I think another part of that too is when we think about us and I'm going to talk to women right now because I think we can do a better job of supporting one another. Um, And when we talk about like stop that hating, it's like once you put that aside, then how can we support one another? How can I lift you up? You have a business. How can I help support your business? Um, you, you're up for a promotion. How can I speak very positively and give feedback so other people know how great you are? So I think that we collectively, myself included, can do a better job of supporting someone else. And oftentimes I'm, I'm running, running, running. I'm in my space. I'm doing a lot of, a lot of things, but I have to pause and think about just like I've made it to a certain level. How can I help 
extend a hand and bring somebody else up here with me. Yep. Yep. I'm constantly thinking about that too. Um, I, I get DMs all the time. Hey, Shay, <laughs> listen to your podcast or Hey, Shay, I like the quotes that you post. And um, a lot of the times I get it when I'm either about to get in the shower because I'm like checking my last minute, you know, messages or about to watch a game and I, you know, send a quick note and say, hey, thank you for the message. Exactly. I really appreciate you for paying attention and watching. Can't answer fully and thoughtfully the way I want to now, but I'll reach back out. And so I kind of I constantly find myself too, like, okay, before I talk to this person and reach back out, how can I add some value? Yeah. And what I started doing was a lot of people, obviously, it's about career and, and how to make the right choice. Yeah. And I've learned a thing or two about that. So I get, I get real excited when I get to share that. And I think um, I was talking to a girl earlier today and it was just about like, she, a lot of people, and this is for a lot, this goes for a lot of us. We, we know how to do a lot of things. You know, we have a lot of interests, but what I've learned over the years is how to reverse engineer what it is. So you have to get really clear with that goal, right? And that goal is really your purpose in life because you can do it in any industry. Like my thing is humans. Obviously, that's a broad spectrum. So when I'm trying to find, you know, obviously a career that's going to um, help me pay my bills and also help me just live life in society, I chose athletes because it's niche. Mm -hmm. I came from an athlete community, athlete family, athlete background. You are, you you, you know, raised brothers. Athlete myself, raised brothers in the same thing. So male sports male basketball is is my thing but at the same time i'm gonna i'm taking all of that and learning all of that as a small focus to eventually one day bring it to the rest of humanity in some form some way i don't know but that's like my overarching goal so i always tell people like get really niche and really specific but the purpose has to be in the middle and the core of all of that so when we're helping people like that's what i say is like reverse engineer that so yeah you want to work in athlete relations you used to study communications you got a major in science okay well you're never going to find out what you want to do. What's the main thing? Are you trying to improve the, uh, the way we, you know, um, get rid of garbage in this world? Are you trying, what is your actual goal and, and purpose tied into one another? And then reverse engineer that Go, you know, intern at a company that's, you know, biochemical or, and, and, and then you can tailor towards that kind of, kind of like what, um, Jordan Gertler was saying last episode. It's like, yeah, you want to be an agent. That's what you really want to do. That's the end goal. Mm-hmm. But all the, the ways to get in are different things, but the goal is the same. You yeah. Meet people. You That's your network. overarching you gotta, goal. But right. in order to get to your overarching goal, you have little mini goals that you have to accomplish before you get right. there. So and it doesn't matter where you get them from. Yes. You just got to make sure you're getting them in all mm-hmm. different places. So my, my point was to what you said was when I'm thinking about how to always help people and like you said, bring people up with me. Sometimes it's about storytelling, but it's also about like strategic moves. And so I'm always trying to think about how to compact that into bite-sized information where I can say, focus on this, focus on this, and focus on this. And then we'll, we'll revisit the things that you've done, right? Like, so just giving small goals to people based on the things that I've experienced. And then you have to test it out in your environment for you because I don't, I'm not you. I can't live your life. I don't have your same energy. And then we come back and we talk about the things you learned from those little like goals. So just like, Constantly trying to find map out how to help people that way is like kind of something that's on my mind too. I love it. It's so, a long wind away, but well, yeah. I think it was it was it was necessary, and someone out there needed <laughs> to hear that for sure. 
So I think as we end our episode today is just be mindful of, you know, and ask yourself, when was the last time you supported someone? And if not, then when, how can you think about your next opportunity? And, and support can look, you know, there's no one way that support is defined, right? Like there, it could be making a call for someone, you know, speaking on their behalf. It could be tapping into your network and reaching out to a few people that ha- that has already reached out to you and has, like Shay said, we get hit up all the time for advice or career, whatever. Um, right. How can you, you know, reach out to someone in that space? But I think we all know how important support is and none of us will be where we are today if it wasn't for someone else supporting us. So just be mindful of you're needed too. Like you have to do your part and don't forget that no matter how successful you are or how busy you are, the expectation is that you will help someone else along the way. So yeah, it's been, it's been super, I mean, this hour went by super fast. Um, fast. Yeah. But listen, I just want to thank you guys for joining us each and every week. Like this is what Shay and I love to do. And one day this is all we're going to do. Yeah. Let that, let that manifest. Oh, let- okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one day. This we, will- we about to do the damn thing. One day. <laughs> one day this will, this will all, this will be the only thing we yep. do. But until that happens, we will continue to carve out time in our world to spend this time with you. And we just thank you for continuing to hang in there with us. And listen, if there's a topic that you care about that's near and dear to your heart, or you have questions, whatever it is, please continue to reach out to us. You know, follow us on Instagram at Tipping the Scales. Um, I'm Tania L. Rivers. Um, Shay. Overtime Shay. Yeah. Um, I got tons of pages, but Overtime Shay is the one you can follow. <laughs> she does. I, I've been trying to follow like all of them. I'm like following all I know. of Shay pages. They're, they're like my future businesses. They're, <laughs> I don't have time to focus on them now, so I kind of just do what I can. But Overtime Shay is my main page. That's where I post all my quotes and my thoughts for the day. Awesome. Um, yeah. So okay. that, that's where you can find us and follow us wherever you get your podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're over there. So just, yeah, leave us a review, uh, rate us, let us know how we're doing. And like we said, eventually we're going to level up and we're going to do some real cool things. So I can't, I can't wait until we can uh, get out there in the world and do some live episodes too. So stay tuned. Love you guys. Love Have you guys. One. See ya. Thanks. Later. Bye.